Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome back to the Kidmen Huddle. It is right after Christmas. I hope you guys had a fabulous Christmas, and as you might be able to hear my voice, I caught a little something, but thankfully I was able to enjoy Christmas. And then the day after Christmas, my daughter got a stomach bug. But that actually goes with the theme of today's podcast. A lot of things have happened. And I have decided that 2023, I know you guys are busy planning and dreaming and, you know, all the things that we Kidman leaders do to get ready for a new year. I've decided that 2023 is going to be called the year of the pivot. So in addition to um, getting a little under the weather for Christmas, we got a big old snowstorm. I'm in Kentucky. We're used to snow, but a little bit of snow. And we were getting this like Arctic blizzard thing coming in. So my husband's work ended up canceling on Friday. We knew it was coming. So, you know, we were able to be prepared. It was going to be in the negatives, which is not Kentucky weather. So we filled up extra jugs of water and I've got these five gallon buckets just in case pipes burst that we could still flush toilets, you know, all those things. Um, my husband's work ended up on Thursday canceling. So we sent in you know, baked goods early. They canceled Friday, which was just a fun little extra. We get to have an extra day with him that we weren't expecting. And Saturday being Christmas Eve, then about noon, we got, I mean, we didn't get a ton of snow, maybe two to two to three inches. But it was so, so cold and it kind of, kind of was a little icy as you know, that switching over. So our church decided to cancel services for both Christmas Eve and Christmas day. We're an older congregation. We actually don't own our parking lot. The city does, and it wasn't cleared and just so bitter cold. It just wasn't safe for our people. Absolutely the right call. But my son was a little bummed that we would not get to have the Christmas Eve service. Our church does a candlelight service and we just have a beautiful old sanctuary. It's 200 years old, beautiful stained glass. And it's just one of his favorite parts of Christmas. Mine too is singing Silent Night by Candlelight. So I did what we Kidman leaders do. I pivoted. If that's what my son's looking forward to and we can't go to church, well, you know what? We're going to do it at home. So I spent about I don't know, 15 minutes making a resource because I'm like, well, if I'm in this situation, you know, a lot of people in the country had the same thing happen. So I'm going to make it for them as well. And I made just a simple outline with a simple devotion to do a candlelight service at home. And I rounded up candles. My mom's really sensitive to smells. So I had to find candles that had no smell. And I don't trust the littles in my family with a candle without something to catch the wax. So I rounded up some glow sticks and everything was mismatched. Like none of the glow sticks matched. None of the candles matched. That's okay. And we had just a beautiful little candlelight service and man, God just knew what he was doing because a week and a half, two weeks earlier, one of the Christmas gifts I got was an advent wreath, which I thought was kind of a weird gift to give mid Christmas, but I'm like, well, you know, cool. Well, God absolutely knew that we were going to end up canceling church, having our own service as a family. So I got to use that Advent wreath and I lit it. 
And my mom read the Christmas story and I did a devotion. And then I asked the kids some questions and had my husband close us in prayer. And it was just a beautiful time as a family. I pivoted. I've had several things. Now, I could go all about God and his sovereignty at Christmas. It was amazing. It was so cool just to see him, see him do his thing. But that's not the purpose of this podcast. This is about pivoting. And this year, man, I've had some eye openers. Our fall festival just didn't, didn't do great. You know, we did what we've always done and it just kind of fell flat. Some things didn't work the, the way that I wanted them to. And I'm just, I'm seeing families not engaging, not coming. I had families that I did not see at all during December. Like December is the month to have your kids in church. I thought with Christmas being on a Sunday this year, the Sunday before Christmas would have been just the attended Sunday with all of the, all of the families. And it wasn't We're really low. We had pews empty. So this is where the year the pivot comes in. What I have been doing and always have been doing, it's not working. Now, that's not to say that everything is an absolute failure. Which, you know, it's not. And I'm going to encourage you, if you feel like that, it's not. There are kids and families learning and growing and listening to what you're doing. But on the whole, what I have been doing isn't working. I'm very comfortable. I have been at this church almost 10 years. I know Kidman. I know kids. But our families now, the families, you know, a couple years past COVID, they're not the same as previous families. Their priorities are different. Their attendance is definitely different. Whether or not they are or are not leading at home, that looks different as well. So my, my personal, I don't know if it's a goal or just maybe mindset is a good word, for this next year is to pivot. I don't know if any of the families at my church used the Christmas Eve candlelight service that I made. My family did, and it was just a beautiful time. But it was just a really good reminder to me, and I might need to change some things. I might need to adapt. I need to get creative and find ways to get families back in church. Because what I have been doing isn't as effective as I want it to be. If I have families that still communicate with me. They're, you know, responsive to text and all that, but they're not bringing their kids to church. What do I need to do different? How do I need to pivot to reach the most amount of kids that I can to make the biggest kingdom difference? Now, I'll encourage you all with something that my mom is great about reminding me because we all have those times where we sit and we, we look at the kids that aren't saved or the families that aren't coming or maybe the families that have walked away. Maybe your kids, previous kids, are grown now and they have nothing to do with the church or God. And we take that on ourselves. But it's not us. It is not up to us whether or not a child walks with Christ. It's not up to us whether or not a parent shepherds their kids. It is not up to us. It's just not up to us. It's up to God. And He has called us to be faithful to what He has called us to. He has called you right where you are. He has called you to do exactly what he has called you to do. 
be faithful planting those seeds, give it your best, but then we leave the rest up to him. So don't take it on yourself if families aren't there, kids aren't responsive or whatever. Be faithful. But in that faithfulness, you need to step back and evaluate, is this effective? Am I doing something because of tradition? Am I doing something because that's the way that we've always done it and it's been effective then? Are we doing something because it's more pleasant or fits in with our schedule better? Man, I am I am a creature of comfort. I like things that work for me and my family. But that might not always be the way. And sometimes when we pivot, it doesn't work well. I tried something new this year. I try not to overschedule in December because my little family is busy and my kids aren't in public school and they don't have birthday parties and school functions and all of these things to go. And I know I'm busy, but this year I tried something different. I love to bake, I love cookies. So I wanted to do a Christmas cookie at Miss Amber event. They have had this on their schedule since September. I've sent out flyers. I've hung up flyers. I've sent out emails and texts. All of the things, you know, telling people in person, all these things. And I just really had a suspicion that it was not going to be well attended. And I had heard zero confirmations of any family actually coming. Day of, I had heard from no family that they're actually coming. I texted some families that I know the kids really wanted to come that weren't at church that day. And the event time starts. And I'm just bummed. I mean, you, you guys, you get it. You've been there where you've put in a lot of time and effort and you're excited and it's just not, right? So I'm bummed, but I have a backup plan because I've got all of these cookies. So my husband's work was going to be like real happy the next day. But then the doorbell rings about, you know, 15, 20 minutes into the event and a family comes. And I was so excited. And then a second family texts and they come. And then a third family so I had three families come, four, if you count my parents that came over, because if there's cookies, my dad is totally coming. And to the world, four families, also keep in mind, we're a really small church, so it's not like there are a million families to choose from. We're a small church with maybe, maybe 12, 15 families. Three families might not seem like a lot, but man, was I excited. And then I had two of the parents text me how how much they enjoyed the event and my daughter got to play with little girls in her room and it was so cute to watch just little girls playing so i pivoted i did something different was it a raging success no do i think maybe the timing probably wasn't good yeah i'm learning learning some timing things this year but i'm glad i did because my daughter had fun i sent home little devotions and cookie cutters. We tried something different. And even though it wasn't the best thing in the world, hey, three families came. They had fun. They they connected with Miss Amber. They got to see Miss Amber's house and none of them had ever been here before. So for me, it was a win. Not a giant win, but still a win. Christmas Eve pivot, doing something for at home. Loved it for my family. So that's my, that's my challenge, my mindset, my my plan going into 2023. What do I need to change? How do I need to get out of the rut of what I've always done? How can I shake things up, add new excitement to get kids and families back in the church? How can I make 
the greatest kingdom difference by being faithful to what God has called me to do. So maybe you're in the same boat as me. Maybe you need to make 2023 the year of the pivot. Maybe you need to get creative or get outside of your comfort zone. Whatever your plans are for this year, I want you to remember what you do matters. Thank you.